As we've studied the life of Joseph with Scott Pauling, we've learned that this study isn't necessarily about Joseph, but instead about the God who was with Joseph, even in the darkest of circumstances. As you look at your own circumstances through the eyes of faith, do you recognize God's presence? Oh, that we could learn to live in the presence of God. Be sure to stay tuned after today's study to learn more about Scott's book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. It's not trending on social media and it is not headlining the news, but God is at work in this world. And God is using things and God is using people. That's what we're learning from the example of Joseph's story in Psalm 105. Listen to it again. Moreover, he called for a famine upon the land. He broke the whole staff of bread. He sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for a servant, whose feet they hurt with fetters. He was laid in iron until the time that his word came. The word of the Lord tried him. The king sent and loosed him, even the ruler of the people, and let him go free. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his substance to bind his princes at his pleasure and teach his senators wisdom. Here are the things God uses. God uses difficulty like famine and fetters. God uses people like uh, servants. Joseph, a classic example. Then God uses time. Hear the phrase, until the time that his word came. But ultimately, God uses his word. That's right. God works through his word. In fact, Paul wrote to Timothy in the New Testament about the work of the word of God. And he said that it is able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. It's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And then it will make you perfect. It will thoroughly furnish you to all good works. Listen to that list. It gives salvation, doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction, perfection or maturity, uh, thorough furnishing unto all good works. It sounds to me like everything we need is in the Word. May I say to you, when you get into the Word of God and let the Word get deeply into you, you will find God is working in your heart. Why? Because that's how the Holy Spirit works. The Bible is the Spirit of of truth. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth, and the Bible is the word of truth. So look, when you get the word of truth, then you release the power of the spirit of truth. It is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You want to see God work in your life? You want to see God work in your circumstances? Then do not neglect the Bible. People say they want to see God at work, and then they neglect the word. Friend, God works through his word. I'll show you that from Joseph's story today. Look at Psalm 105 and verse number 19. Twice we have it, until the time that his word came. Literally, the word of God to him, the personal word. This is not just the word of Pharaoh sending for him out of prison. This was God spoke the word. And then to prove it, the last part of verse 19, we read it again, the word of the Lord tried him. Remember, I taught you in a previous study that he had to live on the promises of God. It was a trial to him. He had to, to be patient and wait on God and believe God when he couldn't see. But isn't that what faith is? The word of the Lord tried him, but the word was working in Joseph when nothing else could. 
and the word was speaking to Joseph when no one else could speak to him. I noticed something in this historical psalm, Psalm 105. If you back up to verse 9 and verse 10, you have the names of his predecessors. Look at Psalm 105, verse 9, which covenant he made with Abraham and his oath with unto Isaac and confirmed the same unto Jacob for a law. So you have Abraham, you have Isaac, you have Jacob, and then you come over to verse 17 and you have Joseph. I was meditating on this, but if you look at all of these men, they all had their turn. They all had their opportunity, and in a sense, they all had the same thing. They all had their difficulty. Remember, God uses difficulty. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, just like Joseph, they had their struggles. We all do. Man that is born a woman is a few days and full of trouble. Then uh, God used each of them. Now, granted, in different ways, their, their lives were unique, their contributions were unique, their personalities were unique, but God used difficulty, and God used each individual. And then God used time. In all of their lives, each had their own time. Uh, They had times of famine and they had times of fullness, but they all had their time where God was working in them. But I'll tell you one other thing they all had. They all had the Word of God. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph all lived on the same Word. Oh, isn't this good? God's truth endures to all generations. The one thing that doesn't change from Abraham's day to Isaac's day to Jacob's day to Joseph's day to my day and to your day, is this, the Word of God. It is forever settled in heaven. This is the eternal Word. And the promises are going to be fulfilled. And the promises are going to sustain you through every day and through every difficulty. And if you don't believe me, take Joseph's word for it. Remember, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. If you want to know what's on a man's heart and mind, listen to him talk. Go back to Genesis 50 again on your own time today and read his deathbed words. The last recorded words of Joseph, he quotes Scripture. He quotes the promises of God. He, he's living and dying, leaning on the Word of God. God uses His Word. And friend, if God wants to use His Word in our life, don't you think we ought to be using His Word? Don't you think we ought to be reading it, meditating in it, applying it, studying it, memorizing it, quoting it, praying it? living it, stay in the Word because God is always working through His Word. Recently, someone pointed out to me a portion of Scripture in the book of Isaiah. I'd read it long ago, but I noticed something fascinating in it. It's found in Isaiah chapter 30. It's speaking again to to God's people at a different time period. But Isaiah 30 and verse 20 says this, "...and though the Lord give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction..." Well, that sounds positive, doesn't it? Sounds like the famine that Joseph had to go through. Bread and water. The old Puritans used to say that brown bread and the gospel are good fare. They meant by that, if all you have is poor man's bread, but you have the riches of God in Christ Jesus, you have more than enough. And so the Bible says, Isaiah 30, verse 20, And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet shall not thy teachers be removed into a corner any more, But thine eyes shall see thy teachers. And here's the verse, verse 21. And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it when you turn to the right hand and when you turn to the left. There are lots of twists and turns in life. I'm going to tell you what will guide you through all the twists and turns. When you're turning right, when you're turning left, it is God's instruction manual, God's guidebook. It is the Word of God. And don't miss this phrase. The Bible says the word comes from behind thee. 
Someone says, wait a minute, I thought God was in front of us, leading us. Oh, he's everywhere. But why would it say the word would come from behind thee? Do you know what a word from behind thee is? It's a word from someone that you cannot see, but they see you. Joseph could not see what God was doing, but God had his eye on Joseph all along, and there came a time when the word of the Lord came. There came a time when the promise was fulfilled, when the word was sent to Egypt, and the word was sent to Joseph, and the word was accomplished. And dear listener, you may not see the Lord today, but God has his eye on you, and from behind you, through his word, God will speak to you, and God will use his word to give you direction for the days ahead. As believers, we long for the day that we see the Lord and forever will be in His presence in heaven. But friend, you and I do not have to wait until then to live in the presence of God. In Joseph's life, we are reminded that the Lord desires that we stay in His presence throughout each day and in every circumstance. This was the open secret of Joseph's life. Scott has a tremendous resource that will equip you to live in God's presence. His book on the life of Joseph, entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org forward slash Joseph to download the free digital book, access the audio book, or purchase the hard copy version. Our prayer is that this will inspire your daily walk with the Lord.